This is 89.1 WEMU, and welcome to Issues of the Environment. I'm David Fair, and in this edition of our weekly series, we're going to look at efforts in the state legislature to ban toxic chemicals from many of the food packaging items we encounter on a rather regular basis. The chemicals in question are PFAS, phthalates, and bisphenol A. A companion legislation piece has been introduced in the State House and Senate by a couple of Democrats from Ann Arbor. Jeff Irwin has put forth Senate Bill 591, and our guest today has introduced House Bill 5250. Representative Yusuf Ravi, thank you for coming back once again to WEMU, even if by phone. It is my pleasure, as always. Thank you for having me here. A while back on issues of the environment, we covered a study conducted by the Ann Arbor-based Ecology Center in which it found PFAS in fast food wrappers and food containers from a number of restaurants. Uh, An abundance of fast food isn't all that good for your health to begin with, but adding potential exposure to harmful toxics and uh, to double whammy. Prior to that report, how aware were you of the potential dangers? Actually, uh, it's something that my office has been monitoring for quite some time. Um, And it's actually not just fast food wrappers that we've seen these uh, PFAS contaminants in. Uh, It's actually in a lot of items that you can buy at the grocery store, things like uh, the microwavable popcorn containers uh, that that, you you pop in the microwave and and they're easy to use. uh, But unfortunately, many times they do have uh, PFAS lining inside of them. Um, And some some of the things that we're uh, concerned about even more recently that we've been seeing is even some of the compostable uh, containers that are pretty commonly available now um, do have uh, forms of those compounds uh, in their lining as well. Unfortunately, it's pretty common. And if you compost it, it goes directly into the ground, and that leads to the water, and that's a problem. Yeah, exactly, and even leads to our municipal compost facility in some cases, uh, which has been an issue in the past. So you've been monitoring for a while. Take us inside the conversations you had with Senator Jeff Irwin in deciding to draft and put forth these companion measures now. Yeah, absolutely. So so Jeff and I obviously work very closely together. Um, you know, we're a good team up in Lansing, especially on environmental issues. And this is one of those where, you know, both him and I, I think, really care deeply, not just about the environment, but about uh, human public health and uh, making sure that we are protecting not just health of our constituents, but the health of everybody across the state and raising awareness about these issues. And I think part of it, too, is that, you know, we're, um, you know, a couple of legislators that aren't really afraid to stand up to some of the corporate interests, the manufacturers who have a vested interest in us not doing things like this because of, uh, you know, the profits that they're making. from. Yeah, I've heard the word agitator thrown benefit. about. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But, uh, you know, we're willing to stand up to those folks and really do what's right for the people at the end of the day instead of, um, you know, helping to back what, uh, what those corporations are doing in terms of, frankly, poisoning people. As you were further studying the details of PFAS, phthalates, and bisphenol A, what was most striking to you, the potential harm to health or the fact that most of us encounter these health risks without ever being aware of it? I think it's both. I think it's when I found out that, you know, more than 95% of people have some uh, PFAS in their system already. Um, And so it's the fact that we've been sort of living with these compounds uh, for years now without even really knowing it. And, you know, there's, there's this sort of, um, there's a sort of shame in it too. When you go to the grocery store and you buy something off the shelf, you know, we, we have sort of a sense that we want to be confident that what we're buying has been, uh, that it's, it's safe. 
Uh, we kind of take that for granted, don't we? We take it. Yeah, we take it for granted. And, and the idea, the notion that, um, you know, that we could be buying things that are bad for us uh, is, is something that's unsettling, I think, both to me and to Senator Irwin and to uh, hopefully most of the listeners. You know, and so it's something that we wanted to do something about. I mean, it's it's not it's not the kind of thing that we can sit around and wait for somebody else to take action. It's it's time to take action now and and raise awareness on this issue. We're talking with State Representative Yusuf Rabi of Ann Arbor on 89.1 WEMU's Issues of the Environment. Representative Rabi also serves as House Democratic floor leader. Uh, I had mentioned that study from the Ecology Center that specifically studied some of the food wrappers from fast food restaurants, uh, finding PFAS and Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's wrappers, but it also found that some of the healthier food chains like Cava, Freshie, and Sweet Garden had containers with PFAS as well. How exactly does your measure seek to compel the food industry to get rid of these chemicals in their products? Well, essentially, it says they can't use them. So it's uh, it's, it's it's saying that they can't simply they can't use them in their products anymore. There are alternatives. Um, I don't know all the scientific, you know, details of how those alternatives work, but you know there are plenty of alternatives out there that that they don't need to use these compounds in those in those packages. Um, and when there's been awareness drives in the past. Uh, around, you know, BPA and stuff like that, you know, there's been changes in how uh, those, you know, packaging and plastic manufacturers have created their uh, their bottles or their packaging and so forth. Um, and we've seen that change over time. So it's about making sure that consumers are aware and it's about making sure that we're changing legislation so that these types of things just aren't allowed anymore. Do you know if these chemicals you propose to ban in the food packaging uh, are of incidental presence, meaning it is an unintended or undesired ingredient, or is it something that is very purposefully put in those uh, containers? It depends on the situation. Um, In some cases, the compounds are uh, very very much uh, needed for a specific purpose, whether it's their water-resistant quality, um, or, you know, in the case of, like, a uh, Teflon pan, um, those, you know, were found to have a lot of PFAS in them, you know, and so, obviously, my bill wouldn't necessarily have a huge impact on that, but it's, you know, that's the kind of thing where, uh, you know, it it, it was put in there for the purpose of making it more resistant on uh, those types of surfaces. Now, you touched on this, but I want to follow it a little further down the line. When we started to better understand the environmental dangers of styrofoam, most of the industry moved away from that and into the paper packaging we see today. So logic might tell us, now that we know the dangers of what's in the paper, another change should come about. Have you had any direct conversations with leadership within the food and food packaging industry? We have had some uh, calls and conversations because actually it's... um, this is a pretty big change, and but you know I'm sure that there's more conversations that we could have, and I'm sure that there's more conversations that will come about uh, as a result of us introducing this bill. We have had some bipartisan interest in it, so I think that the fact that you know there's more and more people that are becoming involved in this issue, and it's not really necessarily uh, a partisan one. I mean, we've seen PFAS uh, issues in, uh, in in various parts of the state, um, Republican areas, Democratic areas. And so, you know, legislators around the state are taking note of this. And as there's increased pressure, I think that we'll see more uh, folks from the food industry coming to the table to want to have these conversations. I don't think that they're really taking us seriously right now. And I think that's part of the problem. 
Our Issues of the Environment conversation with State Representative Yusuf Rabi continues on 89.1 WEMU. You mentioned that there seems to be growing bipartisan support for these measures and these kinds of measures. But uh, let's face it, environmental and public health legislation hasn't seen much success in Lansing of late. Uh, when you say there is growing bipartisan support, have any Republicans signed on to your, pres- uh, your measure as, spo- as co-sponsor? Uh, I don't believe so, um, not not as of introduction, uh, but I have had some that have approached me about interest in the bill um, post-introduction that, um, you know, are, are interested in helping to push it, push it forward. So that's given me some hope. It's not something that you see all the time with bills like this. Uh, definitely have introduced a lot of environmental legislation, but, um, you know, we don't often get that kind of response. So that, that gave me a little bit of hope. And when you don't get that kind of response, then it means it rarely even gets a committee hearing. Has this been given a date for committee hearing as we move through the laborious process of trying to turn it into law? Not yet, but I will say that uh, part of that is because we uh, have not had many committee hearings in the last several months um, as a result of the fact that we're on our uh, summer schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I introduced it right before um, the 4th of July weekend. And so there's still plenty of time for that to come forward through that process. Uh, and, and I'm not too worried about the fact that it hasn't come up yet. I think there's still an opportunity there. I know you to be an optimist, and we can already hear it in your voice and in your answers. But as you assess the situation as it is today, do you think it gets to a vote of the full legislature and put on Governor Whitmer's desk this year? Or do you anticipate having to reintroduce next year? I think if we could get a committee hearing or even a committee vote, that would be a significant win in my mind. Um, so that's that's what I'm hopeful for. I'm I'm not as hopeful to get it uh, through the legislative process this term. Um, that having been said, you know, and, and I, I just want to say part of why I'm not optimistic about that is because I do believe that the impact and the power of the manufacturers, um, the food industry will have uh uh, they will weigh in on this issue, and, you know, they are very powerful. <clears throat> and so I think it's realistic to assume that they will put their full weight behind um, defeating this measure. So <clears throat> that's why I think, you know, if we can get it a hearing, if we can get it through the committee process, that is a significant win, in my opinion, uh, at least on the House side, because it demonstrates that this issue is bipartisan, demonstrates that this issue has legs, um, and even if we can't get it done this term, it sets us up for um, future legislative sessions to be able to address this important issue. Well, we'll be following along. And as it advances on whatever schedule it may be, we'll be in touch again. Excellent. That sounds good, David. Thank you for the opportunity here. That is State Representative Yusuf Ravi from Ann Arbor. He is House Democratic floor leader and sponsor of the measure to ban invisible dangers in the form of toxic chemicals in our food packaging. For more information on the bill and its companion measure from State Senator Jeff Irwin, visit our website at WEMU.org. I'm David Fair, and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.